1: You're very welcome back to LMFM Sunday Sport. David Sheehan with you until half past five. Now in Camogie, Meath have had a mixed start to their Division 2 campaign. The Royal Girls got things off to a winning start last weekend with a comfortable win over Kildare, but suffered defeat at the hands of West Meath in Kinnegad yesterday. Now I'm delighted to say I'm joined on the line by Captain Christina Troy. Uh, Christina, thanks so much for, for taking the call. First of all, you lost yesterday, obviously, as we know, but you had to go off injured yourself. How, how was the injury or what was the nature of it?
0: Uh, thanks a million for having me on to start with, but uh, yeah, no, look, I'm grand, not a bother. I just came off from a cautionary measure, and um, to keep me fresh, I suppose for the next game against Dublin this next weekend. So, yeah, Lucas, I think the, the ego is a little bit bruised more than anything, having to come off, but Lucas, I'll see you ahead for the for the next game. So, yeah, it'll be grand.
1: Good to hear. Good to hear it wasn't anything serious. Anyway, um, yeah. you've had a mixed start to the league, as I said there. Has it been difficult kind of coming back in from obviously everyone's been through this long layoff and you know training has been stopping and starting people doing things on their own. Has it been kind of hard to come back in and hit the ground running in terms of getting the the form the form kind of going from the team
0: yeah, I suppose everybody's coming in in different conditions you know and it is probably hard to kind of peak at the right time and yes mind yourself for an All-Ireland Championship which is starting you know in the summer months coming so it is difficult to kind of get everybody at the same level of skill and fitness and that kind of thing but what we all have in common is that we all want to be there and we all have a bite for you know the league and the championship so I suppose if you start off with that everything else just kind of falls into place after a while but it's great to be back so we can't be really complaining.
1: And what were you doing yourself in the in the downtime? Like, obviously, you know, group training wasn't permitted for a long time. Did you find it hard to, you know, we often hear people talking about, you know, the the end process. At the end of the week, your you're kind of, your aim is to be fit for a game and you have a game to look forward to. When you hadn't got that kind of goal to aim for, was it hard to kind of stay motivated and to keep yourself training and keep putting in the work?
0: Yeah, I suppose with the different announcements that was coming out, you know, you're kind of hitting and haunt. Do I peak now? Do I train hard now for six weeks? Will we be back in April? Will it be June? So, look, there were times where you're like, when is this going to end? But we were very lucky to have our strength and conditioning coach, Gordon Ward, um, to keep us like uh, with loads of programmes and running sessions, and we're sending them in times and uh, stats and that kind of thing. So that was the motivation itself, and we had various Strava groups set up so we can kind of see what other people were at, which was great but um, I suppose when the long evenings came in then we kind of knew we were getting a little bit closer to the start back and we were back on Zooms and things like that so yeah look it was hard to kind of keep everybody motivated but once you know we got that announcement it was full steam ahead so yeah it was grand
1: I suppose we're lucky enough we live in a, in a world now where everything is so interconnected you mentioned Strava there I suppose the downside of that is there's no, there's no place for anybody to hide anymore nobody can tell you a lie that they were out for their, for their run when they actually weren't so you kind of have to be fairly honest about it all
0: I know, and even, you know, like, um, like the people will be putting up their times for 5Ks, you know, and you're finding of a genie max completely mm. flying. And it kind of gives you that motivation to get out and say, look, what, I need to start getting such a time in those 5Ks or 3Ks or, you know, those 7 meter sprints. Mm. So, yeah, look, that was motivation as well. But like you say, nowhere to hide.
1: Yeah, I suppose that's the way things are these days for everybody. Um, Looking at the Camogie kind of landscape in the main, it it was in the news for kind of all the wrong reasons in recent weeks with the discussion around the the split season and everything else. Um, I know you were just kind of keen to to get back playing in any shape or form and you were thinking about that from a club and county perspective but the decision that's been made now to go with county first and then club after that, do you think that's the the right one that they've finally kind of stumbled upon?
0: Look, it's kind of hard to know because at the end of the day, all I want is people in need playing camogie. That's really all I want. And you want to get a nice balance of it. I suppose it is disappointing where, like, you know, there were clubs there that were geared up for a club all-Ireland and they were given that little bit of hope that it might go ahead and then it was taken away from them. So like, that's really hard for them to stomach. And some of those players that could be playing that, they could have said, right, this is my last year. Mm-hmm. This could be my last club all-Ireland. So I do feel really sorry for those players. But um, look, I went to the the clubs and that was the the vote. Like I know there was only a 62% turnout in the vote, but when I was thinking about it after, I was like, well, maybe clubs were coming head-to-head and they couldn't decide will we go club, will we go county? Do you support your county players or do you put your club players first? But in the end of the day, we all come from a club. That's where we've all started. County came secondary to that. So, in my opinion, I just want everybody playing and I just want everyone being competitive and you know, it's promoting it. And it's great to see the underage back. I think that's really key mm. to all of this, is that the underage are flat out and it's great to see the pitches full. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, because yeah, it's, been, it's been a long time since we've seen that. It is great to see. The other thing that came out recently was that Littlewood survey, which showed nearly 90% of the population couldn't name an intercounty player. Now, that's named them. It's not even recognised them. Was that something that surprised you?
0: Absolutely. Like, you know, I suppose me being in the camogie world, I'd be able to name players and recognise players but I suppose when it comes down to like ladies football like the, the media campaigns that they do have are brilliant. You see it like you could be at home watching telly and next thing you see like a mid player a temporary player a court player pop up on an ad mm. and like we just don't really have that with Kamogi. so I think there's more sense of awareness around the ladies football compared to camogie but I think that is starting to change and I see Littlewood are putting a huge campaign together you know um, by promoting women in sport and I suppose getting the, the minors and under 16 and 14 getting those girls recognising the senior players you know and having something to aspire to yeah. which is great but it is shocking though that so many people couldn't name a player. So I wouldn't like to see if they could name players in Mead, never mind the girls in like Cork or you know, Galway or Kilkenny. So yeah. So yeah, look, it's disappointing.
1: And obviously you'd be you'd be very familiar with, with lots of the, the Mead ladies footballers as well. Is it sort of a, f- a point of frustration for you from a personal a perspective that, you know, the, the ladies' football has come on in, in leaps and bounds in recent years, mainly or do due, due in large part I suppose to the, the sponsorship campaign and everything else that Legal were putting into it. Is it something that kind of frustrates you as a Camogie player that, that that seems to be moving on? Ladies football seems to be moving on at a real pace whereas Camogie seems to be just a little bit behind and okay you're, you're saying that Littlewoods are putting that in and it's, it might start to change but it's it's been very slow to
0: come hasn't it? Yeah and I like even look at like an All-Ireland final day like in Croke Park for Camogies we get 20,000 people it's astronomical whereas ladies football mm. are up on the thirties and 40,000 people and like that's incredible but so, like it is a little bit frustrating when you see that you know but like that comes from the top down so you can drive it within your own county and make that awareness there but I think to make it like a nationwide awareness campaign that has to come from the Camogie Association But well, credit's due to ladies football I mean like they have put it in it's their like you know you can just see that they're flying leaps and bounds getting recognition on TG Cahir. like last time me Camogie was on TG Cahir was for our 2017 All-Ireland Final Replay mm. you know and that was probably by chance that we got that so, um, so yeah look it can be frustrating but credit where credit is due to the ladies football and they're flying it
1: and are you confident that you know you touched on the, the, the progress has been made in camogie but are you confident that enough is being done and that it's happening fast enough in camogie in terms of bringing that recognition on and let's say in a year's time will we still see 90% of the population saying they don't recognize any camogie players names or they couldn't name one are you, are you confident that that's that it's moving in the right direction at a fast enough pace
0: well, I think now with the way the games are being streamed, absolutely. I think there's more, I suppose, contact with games um, and as well as that like I think that going forward they're going to keep up these streaming of games. They're going to try and probably put four different campaigns. It would be great if it was happening quicker and um, and not just like, you know, on a Facebook page that it was being streamed that if it was on like, you know, a proper like make for example Mead G A T V or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think kinda of makes that a bit more official and but look you know, we have to take baby steps and it's great to be able to say stream the Westmead and Mead game yesterday yeah. on Facebook. So I suppose if you weren't there at the game, you know, you could get it on the on the stream but you know baby steps
1: Yeah, that's, take what we can that's, that's true I suppose at the moment anyway and just one final thing then you made your debut in 2008 you know you're the captain now you've three All-Ireland medals to your name so you're a vastly experienced player at this point when you compare the Camogie landscape in Meath now versus what it was like when you started have you seen a little bit of progress huge progress how does it look now versus then
0: yeah, I actually only had this conversation yesterday with a few of the girls after the game. We were kind of reminiscing about the good old days back in two thousand and eight. And yeah, look, Camogie and mead I really has soared, you know, since two thousand and eight. And we're even saying the standard of our play, the the quality of the teams that we're competing against. You know, we were up there in Division One in twenty nineteen and seeing a championship in twenty nineteen. So look, look, we're definitely making thrives there, um, and we've definitely come a long way. And it's Funny to say, like, we were doing a, a team bonding activity and we were had to line everybody up in order of age, And we were like, wow, there's some girls that are still only 24, 25, and they seem like they've been on the panel for ages. Mm. You know, this, the stalwarts of the team. Mm. And I suppose that kind of shows the bond that we have and that's been coming on for years and years. So we've made leaps and bounds, but we still have a long way to go, I think. And the pinnacle is getting up to Division 1 in the league and senior championship that's where we want to be and you know playing against the likes of Westmead yesterday and seeing where they are that's where we want to get to so, and we're not far off it so
1: absolutely, need to keep
0: the head down and keep training that's
1: it keep keep going listen Dina, th- thanks very much for, for taking the call and I'm sure we'll speak to you again uh, over the course of the summer and best of luck with the game against Dublin next weekend and then we might catch up maybe before the championship and see how things are going then but thanks so much for talking to us today
0: not at all David thanks a million for having me on thank you
1: here's a cool fact